Welcome back to Celebrate the Struggle. I am your host, Jennifer Hobbs. Thanks so much for being here and continuing to support my mission on this show. I am the author of Growth After Trauma, and I started Celebrate the Struggle because I wanted to have another space where other people could share their story of struggle, some even with trauma. And let's give it its space and understand that our past does not define our future. And let's stop tiptoeing around these uncomfortable conversations. Let's get comfortable with the uncomfortable and know that struggle can actually make us even stronger. Thanks for being here. Check out today's show. Hope you dig it. All right. It's being live streamed. Got it. Yes. Score. Sorry for the late notice, folks. Actually, sorry, not sorry. But I thought to myself, self, I really should start doing these live. Why didn't I do that? And then like on a day like today where I feel like a rock star having Rob Garcia on here, I was like, dude, I am a turd for (laughs) spare fingers. I am a turd for not giving everyone a heads up. So whatever. What it reminds me of is MTV's old show, like, pop-up video. So now we just need those, like, fun facts to come across the screen. Rob is a high school dropout. (laughs) Oh, I love it. He's he's incapable of showing love. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. Oh, I got quite a few notes here that can pop up. Uh, Ghostbusters made him cry like a little... (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah yeah i i full-on admit to it i was uh-huh. i was weeping like a six-year-old girl with a skin knee i was all liquored up my childhood <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna have to watch the show haven't seen it at all oh and uh once indulged and appreciated a moldy tuna fish sandwich <laughs> so with that being said welcome rob garcia the warrior strategist who is so much more than that um he came across my radar in a veterans group where he just brings this this presence of um wanting to connect with other people and help them but the connection with other people there is just so prominent that it makes you far more successful and with that being said success it's measured in a lot of different ways we're going to you know there's a lot of different ways it's measured in but a few things that are obvious for rob garcia would be his magazine magazine shift magazine he owns his own magazine he is also the executive director like my notes executive director of strategy iq podcast i think i wrote that did i write it down right but You also do so many other things that I won't sit here and ramble on about, but even just, I got to say, like, even just stalking you on Facebook, not stalking I say that to everybody, Um, even just following you on social media, I get so much from it, Um, not just being someone who's trying to step into my own entrepreneurship and, and a life where I'm trying to help others, but then like really just seeing you model a life of self self reflection self development um self improvement and and dedication to improving yourself but helping others and you're just still so i'm going on and on this is supposed to be about you 
a, you know, your podcast, but you're so real at the same time. Like I, I'll sit there and get jealous of your beautiful meals that you'll post. <laughs> and, um, and I really, I just get a lot from it. And then when, especially, you know, again, if you just post a question, like, who helps with this? And then all these people comment. And then, so then I get connected with other people and you just uh, hear their answers. And then I learn from them. And now that I've gone on forever, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Jennifer, so much uh, for having me on. This was, this was a really, really nice uh, thing that you're doing. And I'm, I'm always happy to help. Thank you. Thank <clears throat> you. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, the podcast that I wanted to start after my own uh, personal growth over writing a book and having those uncomfortable conversations with my husband, because it's a dual memoir, we had to dig deep and dig up some ugly stuff. So let's dig up the ugly stuff to tell people a little bit about your life and your journey, because you didn't always, you know, you didn't just walk out of the womb privileged with all these things handed to you on a platter, you had to go through a lot to get Get there so who who is rob garcia behind the magazine and all the success that you're experiencing now um i'm a person that has been fighting trauma for 20 years um the trauma of a very very dysfunctional family the trauma of low self-esteem the trauma of hating who i was for many years um and it just made me kind of hard inside. And I feel like the last 15 and 10 years, it's gotten a little easier as I've, I've you know, hit some of my major milestones and pinnacles and business has gotten better. But um, my 40s have been a real time of reflection where I've actually grown up a slight amount. I've always been very Peter Panish, like kind of like Robin Williams, where he just never became an adult. He just was a very fun, youthful spirit. And that's that's what I feel I am. I was talking about this with my buddy the other day and, and I was just like, dude, I still skateboard, uh, date college chicks and, and read Iron Man comic books and listen to techno music. I'm pretty much the same person I was at 19. Like I, I haven't changed very much. I just have a much nicer apartment. A little bit much <laughs> in my wallet. I, I really am a grown child at, you know, 45 years old, but I, I, I never got married. I never had kids. Um, I just devoted my life like a Shaolin monk with that level of focus and intensity on finishing my PhD, starting my companies and just being, here's what's interesting, Jennifer. I created my niche. I created my industry. I completely changed the game in the sense that that's, who I've tried to figure out is my brand identity for four years, right? Because I started this in about 2016 and I'm like, I know I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I know I'm going to be selling stuff and helping people, but I just don't know who I am. And then finally I figured out I'm Rob the Warrior Strategist. I didn't like life coaching, so I got out of it, but I love business strategies because that's the way my mind works. I can, I can look at things and instantly have a diagnosis, call it my gift from the universe, whatever. And as I, as I delved deeper into it, it was like, okay, business visibility strategist, like that, that's it. It's not digital marketing. It's not PR. It's a very, very complex recipe of different elements that come together to make the Rob experience very unique. Um, and so over the years, it grew. 
and I added press releases and I founded a magazine and I started being able to pitch media stations for people and, and offering all these cool services. And then I, I finally, I feel like now in the last like two years, I've stepped into who Rob the Warrior Strategist really is. Um, but it was, that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur is your life can be whatever you want it to be. And people kind of take off those creative lenses sometimes and they forget. And they're like, hey, uh, you know, they, they lose that ability to daydream and to be creative and to sit down with graph paper and colored pencils and just say, hey, what if my business looked like this in three months? And and that's who I love being. That's who I love. I love the strategy sessions. I love sitting down and thinking about, hey, what if I did this or did that? And the biggest thing I do for people, circling back to that great introduction you made, the biggest thing I feel like I do for people is I remind them that yes, they can do it. Yes, they can be that person. Yes, their ideas aren't stupid, that somebody supports them. Somebody has been there, done that, supports them and, and wants them to win. And that's the mindset training is, is ultimately at the core of what I do. It, it's taking people that are scared. It's taking people that are nervous about their business or nervous about their income streams or whatever. And I, I tell them, hey, you can be an industry leader. You can have a $10,000 a month. You can you know, be on stage or get on TV or be as famous as you want. I literally did it. And I did it because I want to show people that if I can do it, anybody can do it. I am the most plain, average, normal person out there. And I got 206 interviews on my own. Mm-hmm. And it just, and, and I want to inspire other people like, hey, believe in yourself, believe in your dreams and just really go for it. So that's, that's who I am in a nutshell. Yeah. And actually something I heard you say when you were live with Annette Wittenberger um, on the, uh, the truths we hide, she had said, or you had said, like, you're an idea coach, you know, and that, that's exactly right there. You know, as I was writing down notes, thinking about um, what I already knew about you, like, there's so much more than, um, you know, the PR, just, just so much. It's, it's really an idea coach. Um, But I love that you always committed to like, knowing once you figured out all the stuff that like you were the warrior strategist and now here it's really so much under this huge umbrella and so it's interesting to hear you say that you found your own niche like you don't fall under anyone else's umbrella you're rocking your own super cool and even as I was mentioning earlier you know like seeing the posts that you make and people getting involved and having these conversations and learning from one another just from a simple post like you really do um and then as I've seen you give ideas to other people, you know, having the opportunity to be in another uh, Facebook group where I've learned so much from you and trying to take my ideas, which you hit it on the nail earlier about how people don't allow themselves to dream. You know, they don't even allow themselves to go there, to go to that creative space because we're really not encouraged to like you're, you're trained to fit into this it's crazy. When we're little kids, we're encouraged to daydream. But then when we stop being little kids and we're about 10 or 12, all of a sudden we're getting yelled at by our parents and our teachers. Quit looking out the window. Quit daydreaming. Focus on this. Focus on that. And it's, it's daydreams and it's creativity and it's letting your mind wander freely 
that will give you your best ideas. And you're right, creativity is uh, squashed when you hit mm -hmm. your teens, and, and it's up to us to, to revisit that. Yeah, and that's a lot of fear to overcome, you know, like just knowing that for myself moving from the space of teaching for 12 years and just knowing that like there was something else I know I need to do um, and help other people in a different way of service. And that's okay. Like getting to the point to tell myself like, that's okay. Like two master's degrees or not, that's okay. Like stop expecting yourself to do what you or everyone else expects you to do. Like if something lights your soul on fire, then, then you get at it. But even having, you know, getting to that point to come over the, overcome that fear, it just continues on, right? Like we're all faced with like fear that want to come, come at us all the time with these different things we want to do, which is why, again, grateful to be a part of the group that I, I learned from on there. Cause you really just, uh, you keep those the group small and you're able to just sit there and be like, look, here's what you need to do. And you just boom, 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 like all these ideas. And just like me needing a book coach that helped me, you know, I wouldn't have wrote that book had I not had the book coach being making me accountable, you know, telling me like you wanted to do this, get back, get out of your head. And um, so it's exactly like that. It's, it's, it helps to remind me that like, you can do this, like stop sitting here and not allowing yourself to do it like you got this and you I see you uh, inspire all these other individuals super cool it's super important to bring people to a place of focus and clarity because the group you're talking about is designer paycheck and I'm, I'm really glad that you became a part of that because ultimately I, I want to see people taking that training and getting really, really focused and getting more involved. And, and it's up to me to lead from the front, keep creating fun content, and really challenging people to get out there because the success story has been crazy. Like, you know, Faulkner launched his, his workshops, first workshop, made like 500 bucks and, and out the gate. I mean, that's a, that's a stupendous mm -hmm. result um, just for starting off. And right. You know, Lauren Harris, we had one phone call and he brought in $40,000 plus of consulting fees in a month. And, and it's just, it's just crazy. Gail, Gail Nicholson did an event, 3000 in sponsor fees. Mm -hmm. So it's just design your paycheck is powerful. And it's, it's, it's as much money as you want. If you're willing to do the work, that's what it's about. Mm -hmm. And then I remember another testimony on there, uh, where I think it was on there, um, I think a wood maker, uh, like he was like running out of product. He's like, Rob, like I am running out of product over here. Or somebody who creates some, uh, some physical item, like you help them do something and, or maybe you had mentioned this on Annette's podcast, uh, live video, but he was running out of inventory basically like, and it was a good problem to have. I think it was, it was either Balish or Pinkerton. Cause I've worked with both of them, but Balish, we, we had a violent result for him in the sense that I got him in the, this giant newspaper in his area. And he literally had to take out a loan and expand his wood shop because so many orders were pouring in. And then I got him on, yes. when he had an event, I got him on CBS uh, news, like in a day, and then I got him in something else. Um, he got a shout out in like Cigar Snob Magazine or something. And then Woodworker Magazine offered him a writing gig. I mean, wow. this is what I do. He's, yep. He was one of my best results. But this is what I do as a, as a strategist is I look at your industry. I look at your business. And I'm like, okay, how can we correspond media coverage with what you're doing? 
Is mm-hmm. it going to be industry specific, like woodworking? Is it going to be veteran specific, you know, because he's a combat vet? Or is it going to be like just entrepreneurial slash business? Or is it going to be regional? With him, I could apply all these different strategies and it just, it worked out like crazy. And, and, and I was super grateful that that happens. Because once in a while I can, you know, I get good results for all my clients, but once in a while I can crack one out of the park. You really helped me to like think about different how I could go from helping, you know, this amount of people to like helping even more people, you know, like even just giving the smallest piece of advice of like after a live webinar, like you, you keep that video and you be able to distribute it for a lifetime. Like even something as small as that might seem asinine and like, well, duh, of course you can do that. But your mind doesn't go there because you just don't even, I'm not the, the strategist. I don't think about that kind of stuff. And I, frankly, when you sit down with a, a list of your goals and what you want to make happen, I, it's kind of, that fear creeps in again and then you're like oh god how do I do this and then I slow it down and I continue to learn through other different things that I do but like even as like in that group going to your guides and just seeing like how to take some certain simple task of like I want to be a speaker uh, you know or I want to um have a workshop like I could go on there and already get specific information on how to make my dreams come true without googling it and hoping to come across some good you know things um some good resources when there's just far too many out there and it won't be specific to what exactly I'm trying to do so I I value that very much and then you telling me that that's something that I can do to be able to like continue to use that information to help other people is just like seems like a no-brainer but then it's not like it's like well yeah that's smart that's smart as crap (laughs) recently on on one of your posts when you were just making a real post about you know where you've come from through the struggles and the comfortable feelings and the not so comfortable feelings you uh wrapped it up with a quote it was a rough 10 years but sometimes the right person wins I like that you bring attention to earlier that like it's now that you're in your 40s that like you're experiencing a lot of like personal growth or whatever the term was that you referred to and I'm glad we bring attention to that because um, for listeners and viewers, I, it's just important to remember that it's not too late to like feel better, to focus on you. You need to focus on you until the day you croak, really. That was harsh. I love but. that. And let's, uh, let's use this as an opportunity to talk about self-care because that's, that's been a big one. You know, obviously we're in a very traumatic time and people forget that we're in a time that's going to be in history books. Like mm-hmm. we're in something as significant as the depression or as world war two, or, you know, the Irish potato famine, like something that's historically significant and people forget that there will be a smoothing out an evening out where it's manageable as more people get vaccinated, as more herd immunity builds, as more people, you know, as, as more people, shake it off and it becomes as common as just like the cold Mm -hmm. um the world will adjust back to what normal was and right now though in the middle of it 
it's very important to practice self-care. It's very important to understand why you feel sad or why you feel angry, or maybe you're lashing out at a partner, you know, all this different stuff. Um, and that's one thing, Jennifer, that I've been, I will say I've been selfish about is I take care of me first. And I, I have no compunctions about it. Um, I, I ended a relationship. It made my sleep wacky, gave me bursts of manic energy. So I've just been getting up at three, four in the morning. I, I exercise two hours a day and I, I don't feel bad about it at all. And I'll sit down and strategize for an hour, um, start my day at 8.30, 9.30, whatever. Sometimes I'll just go to the coffee, sh coffee shop till 11 and read books. But the point is, I don't have to have a fixed schedule because as an entrepreneur, I can do whatever I want and it's create that balance in my mind because if my mind is balanced and I'm happy and I'm satiated and I feel, okay, I got outside today, I talked to some people, did some exercise. For the two or three hours that I actually do work work for clients, it will be a very focused, very intense two or three hours. Better than eight hours unfocused, uh -huh. messing around, like I want to play some video games or I want to call, you know, this girl I want to date or whatever. But the point is, all of us should strive for balance that is fun and that makes our lives feel like it's in order, in alignment. Alignment's the word that I love. Mm -hmm. um, Jillian uses it a lot. But when you're in alignment, you produce better. You, the stuff you come up with is better. You're, you're happier. And so you, want, you reach alignment when money is, is stationary. It's, it's flowing. You don't feel stressed about income. Your relationships are strong. You know, you're, you're having good rapport with people in your life, whether it's your, your husband or your, your friends, whatever. Uh, you're having like exercise, both of the body and the mind. And you have a good faith, whether it's religion, spirituality, um, belief in whatever, you know. Um, but if you balance those things out, you're going to have a much better life and you're going to be happier than most people. So some of the things that I do, just specific things, like I said, two hours of exercise almost every single day. I, I usually run and I lift weights and I hired a trainer as well. Um, I self-educate at least two hours a week, whether it's reading books, whether it's learning the software that I have better, um, you know, because we all use software in business and I'm like, okay, well, what if, what if I practiced it or watch videos on it for an hour? I got deadly at it, like got really, really good. Um, I make sure to, because I live alone, no pets, no, you know, person in my life, I make sure that I give myself little field trips. So like I'll go out, take myself to, out to a movie or try a new restaurant or make sure that I'm getting friend time with people that have dropped off the radar for a hot minute. Um, San Diego's weird. I have a lot of friends here, but they will not reach out to me and invite me to stuff. And I'm just as guilty because I'm not cultivating those friendships. I'm not regularly texting them like, hey, how's your life? You know, I miss sure. you, blah, blah, blah. And I have to remember that. I can't blame anybody else for my lack of a social life if I'm not out there, you know, putting out positive energy. You know, throw out 15 texts to 15 people, your social life will change pretty quickly. But, and I need to remember that. But self-care is about being honest with how you feel. It's about really saying, hey, am I happy? If not, why that's my two yeah cents. yeah i mean i feel like you nailed it there absolutely because and if you're sitting there you know blaming it on everything else around you then uh, you're not there yet like you gotta take like look at yourself and like figure out like how you're gonna change it because no one else is gonna change it for you you know something else that i 
uh, I think heard on another podcast that you were on, maybe Annette's. Um, I love that like you're totally fine and don't feel any shame for napping. Like I love it. And and I'm glad that you threw that out there because as I see that you are a, a wake up at three, four o'clock guy, I'm over here like, dear Lord, like, is he that healthy that he could stay awake all day? And then when I heard you say you take naps, I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, it's physiology. Let me let me share some really important things that I've learned from this. So like I said, I'm getting up at three, four in the morning and if I feel spacey, like it means I haven't gotten enough REM sleep. If I wake up and I still feel a little sluggish or a little spacey, I'll be up for like three hours. I'll have a cup of coffee. I will sleep and I'll go on my, my couch here and I'll just, I'll just nap for like 45 minutes, catch that REM sleep, 7 a.m., wake up like alert. So that's another thing. If you're doing multi-periodical sleep like I am, you have to, you have to understand when you have enough REM sleep and when you don't. You can feel it. If you right. feels like you're spacey and underwater and you're like, like suspended animation, you need a nap. You need a little bit more. And once you catch up, you're good to go. And then I got that midday nap. I take every single day, like 30 minutes, about 1130 or 12. And then I'm good to go. And I can work from 3 a.m. to like 6 p.m., 630 p.m. But and it sounds like a lot. Some people are like, my God, you know, are you on that Gary V hustle 25 hours a day bullshit? And I'm just like, no, <laughs> I, I don't believe in that. In fact, I, I encourage people to not do that, you know, every single day because you have a miserable life. I'm doing it now because I enjoy it. I don't have anybody in my life that I'm devoting energy to temporarily. I will sometime. But for now, I really like the projects I work on. I like my clients. I like my balance. And if I want to do 16 hours a day because I'm not going to the club or I'm not like you know, drinking nine nights a week or whatever. Um, nine right nights. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's what San Diego is. You can drink every single night someplace cool, you know, and too many people are caught up in that, that lifestyle, but that's not, that's not really me. I'm, yeah. um, I'm deep in the game and business and I, I love it. Yep. And then you allow yourself some time to get deep in those comic books too. Exactly. And that's, that's my creative energy. You know, yeah. some people play the guitar, some people play video games, some people, you know, watch Netflix and I, I read, I got a subscription to Iron Man and I was super excited. Now I get comics in the mail and I buy graphic novels, but. Right. And again, that's just me. more self-care. Yeah. It, it helps me be happy. I, I'm legit happy when I'm reading about goofy Tony Stark and his crazy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. I, oh, what else was I? Oh, yes. I remember what I was going to ask. Looking back there on your wall, tell us more. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I have to admit, I haven't read a, a, an issue of Shift. Tell us uh, what we could find in Shift. What kinds of stories? Like So um, for anyone that's, that's kind of new or doesn't know me, Shift Magazine is free to read. Uh, you can find it at shiftlifedesign.com. And it is a bi-monthly digital produced issue uh, where I interview top performers. And so... Like this new issue just came out, Amber Furman. Uh, Amber was an attorney. She's in DYP also, but she was an attorney. But once she realized that goal, she, she had this revelation, like, this is not what I signed up for. This is way different. It, it's kind of miserable and I'm not really having fun. And then she just launched a book club and started being a business coach and like did an event. Um, and she's a very powerful person. She's a wonderful person. Um, so reading her story was super inspirational. Because here's what's cool, Jennifer. I do these interviews with these people. 
I look forward to when the main feature submits the article to me because it's the first time I get to see it too. And I can see it for mm-hmm. anybody. And I just read it and I'm like, my God, you know, her dad died. And that was like her world. Her dad died and she was like young. And, and that was, her dad was like her hero. And I'm like, this is so powerful and emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. And it just, I love reading the interviews before the magazine goes live because it, it helps me to feel like I'm connecting with the people better. Um, but this issue, you know, we had Jason Lane Curtis, a um, couple different things, but every issue is shift. You ask what somebody can expect. So we have a main feature who are going to run be about 10, 12 pages. Uh, we will have a, usually some small stuff like an event, uh, a podcast review, a book review. Um, and I do something I really like that I made up called ask the pros where I'll reach out to one of my higher level friends in the business world. And I'll ask them a very specific or controversial question about, you know, what do you think of MLMs? You know, uh, uh-huh. who's, you know, what do you think of guru fraud? Like all this different stuff. And I just want to get some, you know, some fun comments <laughs> that are, um, that are thought provoking and getting them talking about, or, or their industry. Uh, for example, this one was Jason Lane Curtis talking about payment processing systems instead of PayPal. You know, if you want to save money. Um, ask the pros is fun. And I used to do something called spotlight where I would, it was for people that didn't have a lot of coverage. And, um, I would, I would pick three people around the world and I would just do a little circle, some information about them, but it could be somebody in Glasgow. It could be somebody in Moscow. It could be somebody in, in Chicago, you know, whatever. But the spotlight was cool because we have a little line coming down a map and it was like, this is where they're at. This is what they do. Here's their, here's their, their link, you know? Um, I write very specific business articles sometimes. And then, you know, we have regular ads and we have, um, we, we try and have really, really wild stories about people, people that have gone through a lot or done some incredible things. Um, and the magazine itself has, has allowed me to interview, you know, Stephen Kuhn and, and Dr. Dale Comstock from Delta Force and, and uh, just all these great people. Um, it's not a veteran magazine, but it is a very mm-hmm. veteran centric magazine. Right. We interview a lot of vets, you know, and we, we tell Richard Kaufman's story or Annette Whitberger, you know, mm-hmm. but it's mainly about performance. And the reason it's called shift is because we all have the ability to shift our lives into who we want to be. And so I thought, okay, what if Tim Ferriss made a magazine? What would it be like deconstructing processes from experts? And it's like, all right, cool. I'm gonna make a magazine about this. And Taught myself how to do it. Bang. <laughs> Bang. Drop the mic. Yeah. What a great title for a magazine and, and the story behind it. Like really shifting our, our mindset is just can do so much. I know it has for me. So thank God. And it's brought me across so many different people that I've learned from just like yourself. So if, if, if other people want to stalk you and learn more about you, um, you know, where can they find you besides everywhere? <laughs> yeah, turn on Facebook. You see my dumb face all over. Um, <laughs> YourNextLevelOfSuccess.com is my main website. And then there's all those ShiftLifeDesign.com if you want to read the magazine. There's the Warrior Strategist blog you can look up. Um, I I have a lot of different uh, little things going at one time. Yeah. yeah you, I, I'm sure you do, but... Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is um, you got 
it's not like you are uh okay let me slow my roll <laughs> you know having all these different things going on what's cool though is that like you are so good at it so even like i was saying you know um design your own paycheck it you you're able to be so effective and i and i think that's again because you say your two to three hours a day is just so focused and man so I hope other people can continue to learn uh, from you because really shifting that mindset and and stepping out of that fear and that unknown and knowing being able to think creatively and just know you are a boss. You have the opportunity to be a boss and not just your own boss, but like YOLO. You only live once. Make the most of it. Oh yeah. I don't give I don't give a shit about anything anymore. And what I mean by that, I, I'm not trying to sound crass or, or arrogant. What it means is I'm no longer living in fear or self-doubt. Like the imposter mm-hmm. syndrome is way down these days because I believe in what I'm doing and I'm starting to see the fruits of my labor. And, mm-hmm. and I base that more on what people are telling me. Perception's everything. You know, I don't base it on my own opinion of myself. I base it on people that reach out and like, Rob, you're doing great. You're kicking ass. You know, thank you so much for what you did or thanks for writing the article. And it's, I'm, I'm just proud I've gotten here and I'm very, very grateful. People like you that, that are just super cool and supportive and, you know, positive. That's the thing. Be more positive. Everybody watching this, like send out good energy. Yes. There's plenty of people complaining out there and, and miserable and all that stuff. But just that, that's really, I think why people gravitate to me is because I try and be positive every day. And if I have to complain, yeah. I make it funny. Yeah. You know? That's my, that's my philosophy. Yeah, you sure do. Even just reading, reading your posts, not only do I learn a lot, but you're just so real and authentic, you know, right from, um, mentioning, you know, going to watch a movie by yourself and that's okay. And, you know, and then like complaining about something, but making a joke about it or putting out those questions, getting people fired up. (laughs) Hilarious. So Rob, thank you so much for being on here. I look forward to continue learning from you, collaborating with you and um, for just to watch you continue to make this mark on the world that will leave a legacy behind that, that is amazing. So thanks for coming on to talk about it and get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Thanks Jennifer. This is great. Appreciate you.